0: Uh, we're ready to start now. My name is Corey, and I'll be standing in for Tara to moderate this debate. Uh, this is a debate between Andrew Anglin of the Daily Stormer and Vox Day, author of *Conservative: How Conservatives Betrayed America*. On the question, "Is National Socialism of the Political Right?" Andrew argues yes. Vox argues no. Andrew will go first on each segment. Andrew, you have 15 minutes to present your argument for Is National Socialism of the Political Right? Starting now.
1: Okay. Um, firstly, I wanted to talk about the nature of this debate. It should be made clear at the outset that Vox Day is not acting in good faith or even pretending to. Vox Day has attacked me on Gab without provocation. I have no understanding of why he did this is under an unprecedented attack, something that has never happened before in history. The Daily Stormer was ground zero for this attack. My having been effectively banned from the Internet was a starting point for the largest campaign of political censorship ever. Virtulate is now being deplatformed to some degree or another. So the idea that Vox is someone claiming to be on the right and yet thinks it is a good idea to attack me the most disenfranchised political activist in American history is extremely disheartening. For me to be the one talking about my erasure from the Internet without sounding self-absorbed and whiny, but that cannot be avoided as I am the one it happened to. My having been kicked off the Internet was an historical event, and it is a point around which battle lines should have been drawn. Even mainstream figures such as Tucker Carlson, Breitbart and the National Review have defended me. Vox, on the other hand, appears to be using the media attention surrounding this situation as the platform for self-promotion. On this show, I had a debate with Greg Johnson, but that was in good faith and for the purpose of understanding one another and enlightening the people. Vox Day's attack on me is mean-spirited, and he has not even pretended that that it is in good faith. Immediately when he began attacking me, he attempted to undermine my personal personal character, making up bizarre accusations against me. He went so far as to circulate a writer's guide, which I had published on my own that was a secret internal document, and claimed that it exposed me as using ghost writers and faking my identity. A sole honor. And again, this was completely unprovoked. He also claimed that I am a regular commenter on his blog, which is false. I have read his blog from time to time, but I have never commented. He even claimed that his blog has more traffic than the Daily Stormer, which is absurd. By all available objective public metrics, we have orders of magnitude more traffic than he does. I say this not to brag, but simply to note that the man cannot be trusted to accurately represent quantitative measures so there is zero reason to believe he can be trusted to represent qualitative measurements. When confronted with Alexa rankings, he claimed that I had manipulated my Alexa rankings. As proof that I did this, he claimed that he had done it himself in order to prove that I did it. Furthermore, VoxDay is part of a group which includes Mike Cernovich. Cernovich has recently claimed that I am funded by the SPLC and the SPLC is suing me and also paying for my defense. His friend Milo has claimed that I am secretly Jewish. Obviously Vox cannot be held accountable for these men's behavior, but it is worthy of note that this is the company he keeps and he is attacking in concert with them. I would certainly not personally associate with people making those sorts of kook claims, let alone engage with them in a mob attack against a right-wing activist. Over the last days, Vox triggered my own people assault on me and then began threatening to sue them for calling him names. He then threatened to sue Andrew Torba, the owner of Gab, because he refused to give away the IPs of people who had called him names. Specifically, he was called a pedophile something he is on record calling other people as well as explicitly instructing others to call people. I quote from Box Day: If they call you a racist, just call them a pedophile. Needless to say, none of this is the level of discourse which I am comfortable engaging in with anyone. It is below me and it should be below any self-respecting individual, whatever his political affiliation. Personal attacks, name-calling, slander, lies, and orchestrated mob attacks have no place in honest political discourse, and it is extremely difficult for me to believe that anyone interested in actually getting to the truth would engage in these type of dirty tactics. I would never suppose the ability to read another man's mind, but this entire attack on me, including this demand for a debate here, strikes me as callous, naked opportunism an attempt to try and leech off of the Daily Stormer's cultural relevance rather than any kind of genuine concern for society or desire for political reform. I am simply incapable of understanding what purpose this could serve beyond that. I am engaging in this circus show not because I feel a need to defend myself against any random blogger who defames me, but because I believe it may be educational to the observer. Moreover, I wish to demonstrate to the people the vile nature of attacking a right-wing activist in bad faith, especially while the right is under the most massive sustained censorship attack in the history of modern politics. That is to say, I want to use this platform to say, don't be Vox Day. Don't attack people on the same side as you. If you you see people doing this, call them out or at least withdraw support from them. This is not a game we are playing here. It is not about personalities, it is not about ego, it is not about book sales. This is about the continued survival of Western civilization. We are attempting nothing less than a revolution and energy should only be spent on that which serves the revolution. Now, as to the topic of this debate that we are having, the topic itself—were the Nazis secretly leftists somehow—is so left—is so low tier that it isn't something I have ever put much genuine thought into. And it appears to be an attempt to bicker over semantics. Vox Day has written on his own blog repeatedly and for years that the terms right and left are effectively meaningless. While while I would general, generally agree with that statement, given purposeful attempts by the Jewish establishment to manipulate language, there is clearly an accepted understanding of these terms within Western society, and I believe this understanding can be defined. Right wing is the preservation of the natural order, which is generally done through established traditions being carried through generations. Left wing is the push for equality to override the natural order by dragging all of hu- all human beings down to the level of the lowest common denominator. That quote, the National socialists were actually leftists is a conservative argument one would hear from the likes of Bill O'Reilly or Ben Carson. It is not something that I have ever come across on the internet being presented by, serious thinkers. Uh, until now, I think we can say that Vox Day is a serious thinker. It is similar to the real racist or the endless Fox News chant of we support immigration but we want it to be legal. It is a semantic word game without substance used by people who wish to, wish to shirk discussion of real issues. Nonetheless, I have accepted these terms and so I shall present an argument. I should note that I do not in serious consider myself a, quote, neo-Nazi white supremacist. That is obviously a media insult which I have humor- humorously adopted as a way to mock the media. Much of the language on my site is purposefully inflammatory because it is fun. I and sympathize with the fact that people in Vox Day's age range are not able to intuitively grasp grasp certain forms of youth-oriented humor. But I am unsympathetic to the idea that once it is explained that it is humor, and I have spent a lot of energy painstakingly explaining this in long essays targeted specifically at older generations, that it remains impossible for them to understand. If you cannot grasp the idea that vulgarity for the purpose of humor which demystifies sacred cows can be an effective way to spread a message that has been demonized as evil after the process has been excruciatingly explained to you, then that is on you. Given the shocking dishonesty and dirty tricks that Vox Day has engaged in, I do not know if he is genuinely incapable of processing these concepts, or if he is simply pretending to be incapable of processing these concepts in order to give him a plausible basis upon which to attack me. The matter is that no national socialism is simply a historic political institution, which I admire, which I believe that we can draw inspiration from. I do identify with the quote collectivist aspects of national socialism. So it's something I feel very unique. Vox has defined right-wing as the celebration of the individual, but it is absolutely absurd to assert that the average person who identifies with the right genuinely believes in this definition. Who identifies as right-wing defines their identity by involvement in various collectives. First and foremost, the right is associated with the family. It is then associated with religion, nationalism, and race, all of which are fundamentally forms of collective identity. Rather than celebrating the primacy of the individual, humans have existed since time immemorial, viewing the individual as a member of a family, then clan, and eventually of nature and race. During the medieval period, what we now refer to as the white race came to be defined as Christendom. Leftists are fixated with destroying these traditional institutions of community, mostly by promoting the exact type of radical individualism that Vox Day is promoting. This takes the form of liberation, which is embodied in the Frankfurt School Doctrine of Critical Theory, a deconstruction of tradition and of the natural order which it was designed to uphold. Though draped in various buzzwords and convoluted semantics, what we are discussing here is the purpose of man in the universe. And I believe that his primary purpose is to form meaningful relationships with other people. The family is at the root of all of this. Politics and economies should exist to serve men and to enable him to live a meaningful life. Assertions that the right revolves around the individual are shallow and intellectually nauseating. The entire concept of individualism is an enlightenment experiment which we can see illusion. Community and the desire to form, quote, collectives is hardwired into the human psyche based on the fact that we are social beings. When told to be in, to go be individuals, human beings will immediately be in collectives. Individualism, as it is defined, runs against our biological nature. The quote, atheist or secular humanist or skeptic communities are examples of this phenomenon. These people were told to go be individuals freed from the chains of religious dogma and these individuals formed new collective identities with dogma as any religion. Furthermore, the term collectivism is simply a libertarian slur for what has historically been considered community. This is contrasted with individualism concerned about the order of nature, would label so-called as mere ego-driven self-absorption this way the promotion of quote has served to deconstruct the community and thus is a part of the Jewish agenda to tear down the fabric social order. The issue of, a, of the economy which Vox like many in his age range are fixated on I am agnostic I am NOT an economics ex- expert and I am not particularly interested in the topic I believe that anything can be worked out scientifically and economics are no different A solution to economic problems is something that acting in good faith with the betterment of the people in mind can get together and figure out. Like every other aspect of society, the economic system should be one designed to support the people, and I support whichever one is best at accomplishing this goal. The concept that economics of any sort are fundamentally tied to the concept of the right wing. That said, National Socialists had a mixed economy with, with a limited open market. Hitler chose the word socialism for marketing reasons
2: for the time
1: period, not because he was somehow aligned with Marxism. He redefined the word as a third way mixed economy. Most importantly, in contrast with communism, National Socialism did not attempt to abolish class that is because class is a fundamental part of the natural order, given that some individuals are simply more capable than others, and any functional society requires a ruling class. The Bolshevik experiment proved this. The French sociologist Jacques Ellul analyzed the impossibility of a complex society without hierarchy in his book Sorry
0: tech- to interrupt in his, in his books
1: series. Yes.
0: Sorry to interrupt, but we're coming to the 15-minute mark there. Um, so I'm going to have to wrap up with you and move on to Vox. Uh,
1: okay. Well. All right. All right. If that's how you want to do that.
2: Shall I get started? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. If I'm. Uh,
1: What's that? No. If I'm. If I'm not allowed to finish reading, then then go ahead. I'll, uh, okay. You can finish it on the yeah, next you can uh, on
2: the next se- um. next segment if you like. All right. Let me know when. Go for it. Okay. First, I'm going to address the points that the relevant points that Andrew made, uh, which amounted to about a minute of the 15 minutes. Um, I have to admit it was impressive to see someone actually run away from a debate in a debate. But you know that's fine. Um, it is very obvious that Andrew has not put much genuine thought into this. It is very obvious that he doesn't know much about National Socialism, socialism, the left-right political spectrum, and so forth. The interesting thing about his case, such as it was, is his claim that, uh, let's see, where did we find this one? Um, here, here was how he defined the difference between left-wing and right-wing. Understanding the right-wing is the preservation of the natural order through tradition. That's actually a pretty, good, uh, a pretty good metric. The left-wing, he pointed out, is the push for equality to override the natural order. So let's go ahead and use that as the basis for our uh, determination of whether national socialism is right-wing or left-wing. Now, Hitler and the the German National uh, Socialist Workers' Party laid out a 25-point unalterable uh, manifesto of what National Socialism was. From point nine, all citizens must possess equal rights and duties. National Socialism was a push for equality override the natural order. You'll notice that it actually sounded that point nine of the Nazi Manifesto sounds a lot like what Karl Marx wrote in 1895, from each according to his abilities to each according to his needs. Now, Andrew talked about how Hitler chose the term socialist for political reasons and not because they were Marxist. It's true. The National Socialists were not Marxists, but neither were the Sansimonians, the Fabian Socialists, the Maoists. There are many, many Socialist parties. In Germany alone, prior to the existence of the National Socialist Party, there were three or two other Socialist parties and one Communist Party, the Independent Socialists, the Social Democrats, and then the Communists. And so you know, what Andrew clearly doesn't understand is that simply because a socialist is not a Marxist does not mean that he's not a socialist. You know, his, his argument is based on the idea that because a basset hound is not a golden retriever, it's not a dog. And so um, you know, nevertheless, it's got four feet, it barks. And there's a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, if you, if you put the two, two dogs together, they breed. There is a reason why the National Socialists drew much more heavily from the Communists, the Social Democrats, and the Independent Socialists than the right in Germany. I'll, I'll repeat a few points that I made uh, in my previous uh, debate. First of all, all of the other National Socialist parties, past and present, are also of the political left. The German National Socialist Party is not the only National Socialist Party in the history of the world. Chinese National Socialism predates German National Socialism by 15 years. In fact, the Tongmenghui, which was established by Sun Yat-sen, was the first to promote socialist ideology in China, even before the Communist Party. Its third principle, Sheng, was defined by Sun Yat-sen who said it's socialism and it's communism. In fact, uh, Hitler even publicly admired the Chinese National Socialists Socialist, because they built a powerful centralized government. Currently, there are still National Socialist parties active today. The Baithist parties of Iraq and Syria are Pan-Arab National Socialist parties. The Quoc Dan Dong in Vietnam was a, so, a National Socialist Party. And the, since 1992, even though the Vietnamese Communist Party is technically a Marxist-Leninist party, uh, they have acquired a broader ideology de-emphasizing Marxist-Leninism and laying more emphasis on national, on nationalism. Furthermore, even in the Soviet Union, international socialism of the kind that Marx, Marx envisioned only lasted from 1917 to 1924. Lenin, Bukharin, and Stalin transformed what had been Marxist international socialism into something that they called socialism in one country, which, you will note, bears a tremendous simila- similarity to national socialism. The Nazis, I'm also going to point out utter silliness of claiming that national socialism is akin to white nationalism they weren't white nationalists they weren't pro white they were pan german socialists they killed more white people than nearly anyone in history and they planned to kill hundreds of millions of more whites in eastern europe including ukrainians russians czechs poles lithuanians latvians with the General Plan Ost, which was aimed at expulsion, enslavement, and extermination of most Slavic people. They considered the Swiss to be a mongrel race. They considered Americans to be a decayed race. Hitler said his feelings about Americanism were feelings of hatred and deep repugnance, called the Czechs half German, half mongoloids. The uh, the ironic thing is that National Socialism is more pro-Asian and more pro-Islam than it is pro-white. Hitler once said, "I'm sure that the Japanese, the Chinese, and the peoples of Islam will always be closer to us than, for example, France." So, to get to the the heart of what we're talking about, we need to understand. You know. Andrew admits that he doesn't understand anything about economics. He admits he doesn't know anything about economics. What he doesn't understand is that economics is not one little aspect of society. Economics is the study of every single calculation of value by every single member of that society. That is how value is ultimately calculated, by by the insanely complex combination of all those different decisions being taken place at various points in time. And that's why the individual does matter, that's why the individual does factor in. You cannot make those decisions, you cannot simulate those decisions without allowing each of those separate parties to make their decisions. Uh, Friedrich von Hayek, uh, or actually Ludwig von Mises, originally uh, described this as the impossibility of socialist calculation because once you try to take all of those individual valuations away then suddenly you have you have to replace that information somehow and the socialist whether you're talking about the marxian form whether you're talking about the national socialist form cannot do it furthermore contrary to many assumptions the national socialists were not anti-bank and anti-usury and and all that sort of stuff that that um, people who defend National socialism, socialism sometimes like to pretend. If you look at the actual behavior of National Socialism, then what you'll see is that they centralized the economy and created more debt in less time than practically any society on, in, in the history uh, of the earth. In just, let's see, six years they managed to increase their amount of debt, the, the total German debt, 538.9%. Even the US Congress has not been able to engage in an orgy of debt as great as that. Finally, I want to go to, um, to, to put this into practical concerns, Practic- uh, the, the, the practical historical concerns. If you look at the German elections, from 1919 until the final election in 1933, what you will see is that the National Socialists derived their support from two sources. The the original source, where they drew almost all their initial support from, about 7% of the electorate, was almost entirely from the combination of the Communist Party, the Independent Socialist Party, and the Social Democrats. When they began, they were entirely left-wing. They had no center appeal, let alone right-wing appeal. The interesting thing is that if you look at the, the, uh, the extreme right-wing, the Nationalist Party, their support in 1933 was virtually the same as it was in 1919. The National Socialists never had any strong appeal to the right-wing. Instead, they managed to take support away from the center left. And So if you look at an analysis of what the German National Socialists stood for, they end up falling somewhere between the Communists and today's Democrats. So there's absolutely no case to be made whatsoever that National Socialism was of the political right. It was never of the political right. It is not of the political right today, and it's a mistake to try to claim otherwise. I'll close with that.
0: Okay, um, we'll move on then to Andrew, so he can give a response, and he'll have uh, seven minutes. So, you prepared, Andrew? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm prepared. Um, I'm just going to finish reading my remarks because that it it addresses what Box Day was saying there uh, with regards to all of that i don't think anybody really cares about the uh, historic those details of historical context i mean what what we care about is is fixing the situation as it exists now and the the definitions of of right wing and left wing and if historically if there was communist what what i mean whatever he was just talking about i couldn't really hear very much of it let me finish reading my remarks I do not believe that this hierarchy must be determined by free market economics, however. In fact, using free market economics to establish social hierarchy is a large part of what has led to the disastrous situation that the West presently finds itself in. Furthermore, modern technological developments have led to such an extreme degree of wealth and power centralization that a free market is no longer even a sustainable concept. The benefits of the free market as espoused by libertarians all revolve around competition, but centralization of wealth has created such massive financial barriers to entry that competition is impossible. One cannot, for instance, pull himself up by his bootstraps and start his own Google or ExxonMobil the writings about the free market which are intellectually honest were written before the industrial revolution post-industrial revolution all of the major free market philosophers were jewish friedman Mises, mysis rand and rothbard and appear to have promoted this system because they understood it would lead to a jewish takeover of western industry this is not the 1930s The means and methods of production have changed dramatically over the last century. Both capitalism and socialism are obsolete terms in the modern era. Experts are predicting that within two decades, 50% of jobs will be lost to automation. And this is not simply truck driving and burger flipping, but accounting, banking, and other white collar jobs that are being replaced by algorithms. Effectively, we are staring down a situation where labor will be free and the overwhelming majority of people will be out of work. The idea that 18th century concepts of free market capitalism, let alone 20th century Jewish concepts of free market capitalism, are capable of dealing with this sea change in the basic nature of the economy as at best childishly naive and at worst a malicious attempt to purposefully misdirect and confuse the people. I identify my own economic outlook as one of futurism, which is to say that rapid technological development rather than are the core deciding factor to be considered in the management of a modern economy. To return this to National Socialism, the bottom line is that Hitler's idea was people rather than the other way around, and in order for this to work, you have to have a government that serves the people. Everything that Hitler did served to support the order of nature, and though our situation now is different than that of the 1930s. That same spirit of populist nationalism can be applied to our modern epoch. So, finish with that. I was breaking up when Vox gave his um, response. I, I, I think I heard most of it, but he can go ahead and
2: talk.
0: Okay, Vox, uh, you have your seven
2: minutes. Yeah, actually, and I'm fine. Fu- I did have some trouble hearing him during the initial thing, although it didn't matter too much. So if he wants to have, you know, he didn't take his full seven minutes, so if he wants to take another round after this, if he can hear better, that's fine. Um, I can hear, I, OK, now, yeah. Yeah, so if you, want, if you want to take one more turn after this, that's fine with me. Um, OK, first of all, I want to point out that the issues that he raised about the problems with, the, with core econ, economic principles today is correct. He could have taken that section almost from my books and my blog. I don't disagree with him on that. But and here's the whole reason that this debate is actually important and is actually relevant is because the side that we are on is determined by both our identity and our ideology. Okay? When he said early on everyone on the right is is being attacked that's not correct because if you are on the side of the national socialists you're not on the right maybe you're being attacked but that but you're not being attacked because you're on the right you're just being attacked for any of a multitude of different reasons maybe it's just because you're so popular maybe it's just because people don't like your sense of humor the point is when Andrew said, Don't be Vox Day, don't attack people on the same side as you, I'm not convinced we're on the same side because I don't believe that you're on the side of the right in any way, shape, or form, except with some of your expressed respect for tradition and with your, uh, you know, clearly you see some of the same problems that I do. But we clearly have very, very different solutions. Everything that Hitler did, did not support the order of nature. Hitler acted to destroy the Catholic Church. Hitler acted to destroy the Protestant Church. Hitler acted to destroy the German family. He acted to destroy the white nations of Poland and Lithuania and uh, the Ukraine and many others. It's simply not true. And it's also not true that nobody cares about the historical context of left and right, because the true historical context of left and right, if you boil it down throughout all of history, is something that was summarized by an Italian admiral with whom I was having dinner one night. And he said, you know, if you look at every single intellectual argument in history, it comes down to one single question. Plato versus Aristotle. It's very clear from everything that Andrew has said that he's on the side of Plato. He's on the side of the National Socialists. He's on the side of the Communists. He's on the side of the left. He may not understand that because he doesn't understand ideology, and he doesn't have any respect for it. That's his right, but it also renders his opinion largely irrelevant. I'm on the side of Aristotle. I'm on the side of the right. I am on the side of religion and the family. And so that is why it's ludicrous to say that we're on the same side and that the right is under attack because we're not on the same side. We may may both be under attack. We both are under attack. And I'm not talking about uh, you know, people that follow me attacking Andrew. I'm not talking about people that that follow Andrew attacking me. I'm talking about you know everyone in the entire world is under attack by the globalists. You know, even the Jewish nation of Israel is under attack by the globalists. Some of whom are Jewish, some of whom are not. And so, um, the question of who is ultimately on the side of the right of the light of the angels and of the truth and who is on the side of the left and of the lies is the fundamental dividing point. And it is pretty clear that Andrew and I are on different sides in that regard. Over to you.
0: Okay, Andrew, you have seven minutes.
1: Look, if there were some way to put into some historical reality that Hitler was trying to destroy religion and the family, I don't believe that there is any evidence of this. But, you know, I mean, it's a long time ago. There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of convoluted uh, information. So if somebody were to somehow create that argument, then I would say, okay, well, then I don't agree with that. What I believe in is the family and the order of nature and the, na- the, the, the nation and race and the defense of these institutions, which are the foundation of Western society and that everything that I have said has promoted this. So what Vox is trying to do, I mean, what he's apparently trying to do, I cannot read the man's mind is put me in some kind of a box where I'm not, you know, no true Scotsman so that he can then attack me for what reason. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I've not understood this from the beginning why I'm being attacked here. Um, so all of my positions are right-wing positions and trying to say that, well, you like Hitler. So, and as I said, you know, this concept of white supremacist, neo-Nazi, what does it mean? No, no, Nobody has really defined this. I use it in a joking way because it's what the media uses and it's, it's goofy and it's fun to throw that back in the face of the media. Um,
2: but hey, Andrew, to Andrew, do and th- my, Andrew, do you mind Andrew, mind my just... Go you ahead. Want, sure. If you want? Let's. We've covered the. I think we've covered the national socialism thing to the extent that we need to. Um, you know, people can make if up. People, first place. people can make up their own minds at that point. But let me let me go ahead and, and explain to you, at least that one issue. I understand what you're doing, with regards to the attack. you want to explain the attack? Is that what you're
1: going to explain? Because that's no, what I, needs no, to be no, explained no, here, Vox. <laughs> because it's weird, it's bizarre no, I, just, to attack I, just, me at random and to make all this shit up about me and to to just I mean, what okay, is the okay. what is the point of that? What first first is the, of all, it, it was bizarre, Vox. It was really first, weird. I, I can't explain anything. And you're anything. In an I, I can't Explain anything. You're you keep in time anyway, Box. It's yeah. my time anyway, Vox. It's my time. We're engaged in an organized attack with Mike Cernovich. Do you know that Mike Cernovich says that the SPLC funded me, and then they sued me, and now they're paying for my defense? Do, do you think that's I, something that like a normal I, I person hear you say that I, I did hear you say that. Yes. Yes. Well, you can also find it on his Twitter feed. You can find him saying it on Alex Jones. Sorry, guys, he's going to jump this is something in here. Normal
0: this is actually Andrew's time, so I want to let Andrew have a chance to okay. speak. He still has five and a half minutes left. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. Um, the The point here, the the interesting point here, is the is not some historical concept, or that I'm somehow not uh, a part of the right wing because I. Basically, he has put this in a situation, It defined terms by which he is allowed to attack me at random, and the question of why that is happening is the question that we should be debating, because I don't understand what the purpose of it is. So put it back to Vox. Let him explain that, and then I can uh, respond.
2: It's pretty simple. I don't define these terms. These terms have been defined Long prior to me, you know, if we, if we want to go back to the Plato versus Aristotle thing, it was defined 2,400 years ago. Um, you don't seem to grasp whose side you're on, who you're serving, what's happening, why it's happening. And so, beca- and, and because of your attempt to falsely claim that you're on the right, that creates tremendous opportunities. Okay, outside outside
1: of the issue of national socialism, if we put that if we put that completely out of the picture, that you're using this to define to me as left because I, I look at this historical institution with respect and uh, view it as influential. If you take that away, then what exactly am I promoting that is not left that is not right wing?
2: What left wing idea am I promoting specifically? Lies. You. Promote lies. I've read your strategy. Specifically. Guys. Specifically. That's what I'm saying. You specifically build your entire uh, movement, if you want to call it that, on deceit. You are fundamentally deceitful. You intentionally, I, you, you know, you talk about how. Specifically, Bob. What I, specific
1: issue have I lied about? What specific lie have I promoted? Specifically. I said, Specifically, lies generally, what is it?
2: I am telling you that you, okay, uh, first of all, you lie about being the, um, hang on a second here. I need to find the, this here. Yeah, um, take your time. Let's see here. Okay, I'm looking for, oh, anyhow, I should just go here.
1: I mean, you would think that you would have this in your mind since you no, since no, I'm, I'm, launched I'm going a war to, I'm going to
2: re- I'm going to personally your,
1: attacking me.
2: I'm going to read that to you. You would have in your mind, mind.
1: mind at least a general idea of what I'm lying about. Like, you, you could just say the concept that I'm lying about.
2: No, I'm talking about your fundamental philosophy is built on deceit. That you are... you actually. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm asking for, for specifics because that, that's a nonsense statement. It's not an argument. That is not a nonsense statement. That is a fact. You don't seem to understand. It's not an argument. What is the fact? Is what is What is the
1: what is the point on which I am lying? Where is it? Say, just say it generally. I mean, what, on what on what issue am I lying? Okay. Um, or find something in your notes there. Find something in your notes. Tell me where I'm lying, and tell me where I'm not on the right wing. I've already. Told this concept you makes no sense. No, you talked about historical national socialism. Okay. I mean, whatever. I, you know, we can talk about that. It's obvious okay. that, the, that, the, that the National Socialists were right wing. I'm asking you specifically what I personally promote that is not right wing, and you said lies, and okay. I said what specific lies, and you have given nothing. You said you're looking it up.
2: Okay, yes, I am. Okay. Um, uh, yes, I did. So, um, as Hitler says in Mein Kampf, people will become confused and disheartened if they feel they're multiple enemies. As such, all enemies should be combined into one enemy, which is the Jews. This is pretty much objectively true anyway, but we want to leave out any and all nuance. Just blame the Jews for everything. This includes blaming Jews for the behavior of other non-whites. So what you're doing is you're, bl- you're literally blaming the Jews for all the evil in the world committed by people who are not Jews. That's a lie. Here's another thing that, um, that uh, is very not right-wing. Women should be attacked. That's not a right-wing position, attacking women. Um, it, is, it is.
1: Women who are what, in public
2: what, are in the what, wrong place. Women what, that should
1: not be in public. They should be at home with their children. That is a right-wing position. What, women
2: who are should, out in public so, so you, it they're promoting
1: so, should it be says,
2: attacked, what, yes. Here's, a, here's uh, another this one. What, is what, something should, what should be completely avoided is the idea that even if we got rid of the Jews, we would still have these other problems. The Jews should always be the beginning and the end of every problem, from poverty to poor fa- family dynamics to war to this destruction of the rainforest. That's a lie. You wanted a specific no, lie? No, 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 it's lie. not
1: a lie. The Jews are behind every single agenda. And okay, you know, I mean, we can we can break not the down of the on end this of an of academic subject. They are the beginning and end of every modern problem. They
0: didn't, every single they modern problem. They didn't
2: even. You can call back to Jews. Poverty is not created by Jews. Poor family dynamics in China is not created by Jews. War in Japan in the, in the Heian era was not created by Jews. I don't know about the destruction I am of the talking rainforest, frankly, one way or the other.
1: Of Western society. Each problem of Western society in the modern age can be drawn back to Jews. That is not a lie, and it is certainly not not a right-wing position. That was a double negative. It is a right-wing position to blame the Jews for everything because they're responsible for everything. The Jews are the originators of the concept of liberalism, all the way back to Marx, and then, more importantly, in our modern situation, the Frankfurt you're School.
2: Wrong, you're wrong again. You you again. You just don't even know enough about history to understand how wrong you are. The Jews did not create liberalism. Marx liberalism existed before Modern Marx. leftism,
1: modern progressive leftism was invented by Jews. What we call critical theory, what we call progressivism yes. was entirely yes. invented by That's Jews 100 percent. There was no member of the Frankfurt School who was not Jewish. There yes, but no again, again you're, not understanding
2: what, you're not understanding what liberalism is. You're just you're just creating your own definitions and applying them. Okay, I mean,
1: if we're going Dishonesty. to argue about semantics, okay, what is the, what is the point of
2: that? I'm arguing about language. You're you a creature of deceit. You're a creature of lies. <laughs> you don't even understand the, perp, the point of the truth. You don't I'm even insane. understand the purpose of history. Uh,
1: look. I don't understand that statement that you don't understand the purpose of history that statement doesn't make any sense. What I understand is that everywhere I look at any single issue that is affecting me and my people I see a bunch of hook-nosed Jews and that is the fact of reality and anyone anyone who researches this and just you just vaguely looks into it will see that this is a fact. Every single institution that is corroding Western society is designed and run by Jews. That's a fact. I mean, it's a point blank fact of reality. Of course, even if I was wrong about that, that wouldn't somehow make me not right wing and give you uh, permission to just make shit up about me.
2: I'm not making anything up about you. There's you are making things.
1: You said. You said this uh, thing that you're reading from was a secret internal document. You said that I comment on your blog. You said that I'm multiple different people. You said that your blog gets more traffic than mine. All of this stuff is what, lies. And what is the point here. The, what is the point? The what are you trying to point. accomplish? Specifically, what are you trying to accomplish by randomly attacking me when I have done nothing to you? And apparently we agree on most issues. So what is the purpose of it? Other than to cause some kind of drama scene that you think is gonna sell more books.
2: We don't agree on most issues, as I think anyone who is listening to this and is sober clearly grasps. We do have some points in common. We do see some of the same problems, but our suggested fixes for those problems are very, very different. And that's where we are not on the same side. With regards to the traffic and stuff, Alexa is nonsense. You can bounce it anytime you like. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Okay, so but your, it's blog very easy has, to
1: do. your blog has more traffic than than DailyStormer.com, and more people know who you are than know what the Daily Stormer is. What, maybe uh, maybe all, you're I the can, one who all, got I, there I can, and kicked off the internet. Maybe all, I'm still on the internet, and you're okay, the one that's kicked off. Maybe reality has inverted itself.
2: How many? Google page views per month does the Daily Stormer have? In August 2017, Google page how views. many page views does it have?
0: I'm gonna, sorry to cut in, guys, but uh, we've got 10 minutes left, so if you guys want to make your closing statements starting with Andrew, we can do that now.
2: Actually, I think the go- going back and forth is more interesting at this point.
1: <laughs> if, I mean, yeah, it probably is. I, I don't really have a closing statement other than just that I am uh, disgusted by Vox Day's attacks on me and on my people, my supporters. I'm disgusted that he's threatening to sue Andrew Torba. I'm disgusted that he's threatening to sue my followers for doing what he actually instructed people to do to their enemies and call, call them pedophiles. I'm disgusted by that. I'm, I'm disgusted by the fact that, look, I mean, whatever kind of bullshit Vox Day wants to come up with, we all, we are all on the same side here. I mean, I would hope we are all fighting this same Jewish system that is destroying Western civilization. And I think that we need to act in concert instead of attacking one another. It's insane. It's insane what is happening right now to be attacking people who are on the right. It's totally and completely insane, and it serves... No purpose other than potential self-promotion, I guess, but this is not, I mean, this debate is going to be posted publicly. People are listening to it now. This is not going to make Vox Day look good. It makes him look like a whiner. I guess that's it.
0: Okay, Vox. (laughs)
2: Um, Well, I think, first of all, that I have conclusively demonstrated that National Socialism was and is of the left. Uh, I think it's very clear that Andrew Anglin had no intention whatsoever of even trying to make a case. He repeatedly said it doesn't matter and so forth. Um, The fact that he said that doesn't matter and then tried to claim that we're on the same side demonstrates the very low caliber of his thinking. Um, I am totally indifferent to what may or may not disgust Andrew Anglin. I don't care in the slightest. I am not attempting to uh, build up my personal brand. I am not attempting to, um, you know, the, the, the gap between uh, Andrew's flailing about trying to understand why I do what I do when he's clearly not capable of that uh, is rather amusing, but it's not, also not relevant. We had a reason to debate this I believe that I have concluded. What was the reason? The you point. never said
1: the reason. And you never said why that. I wasn't right wing. You never said either of those things, which are much more interesting debate topics. What was the reason for the debate? You said we had a reason. Because I still don't understand. I, don't, I still don't understand what the fuck we're doing here, what the, what the point of this entire circus show is.
2: I think that is a wonderful concluding statement. For my closing statement,
0: well,
1: great, I guess. Over to you, Corey. I think he might have gone to the bathroom.
2: Now that is true. Or fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Andrew, best of luck to you, and I'm sure we will run into each other online at some point. Okay, Vox. Just, just relax, man. I mean, this is not this is not the end of the world. This stuff. I mean, just. Try I, and- I, I i honestly I'm three hundred percent more upset about uh, Jerry Pornell's death than any of this. So uh, it's I, I don't get terribly personally worked up. No worries. Okay. And go easy
1: on uh, Torba. Don't sue him. Gab's an important thing that I think we all need right now.
2: I like Andrew Torba. He's a, he's a, a good guy, um, but you know, uh, he's sort of put himself into a, a, a position and um, … But are you know, really going to
1: sue somebody for calling you a pedophile when you told people to do this? I mean, is that like a real thing that you're planning?
2: Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely – I mean, the, the, the first uh, court order should probably be out next week. Um, did you
1: expect to get sued when you called other people that and when you told other people to call people that?
2: Um, first well, let me give you a little background. First of all, um, the people that I did call that are actually pedophiles. Um, there's a huge problem in science fiction. Uh, we published a series on it. Um, we're actually publishing a book by the daughter of Marion Zimmer Bradley, who was abused by her award-winning author mother and her uh, father. Um, so that's one bit of context that people may not be aware. We've actually been dealing with, and we're not talking about you know, like Pizzagate theory stuff. We're talking about actual, legitimate, you know, pedophiles, both convicted and um, and admitted. Um, it was i think a mistake to advise people to respond to slander with slander Um, yeah because you specifically i mean it's a it's a
1: quote from you that you said if they call you a racist just call them a pedophile and now you're saying you're going to sue people for taking your advice
2: um no they didn't take my advice i said that if you are met with slander then you should go ahead and hit them back in like you know eye for an eye manner, um, but that's not the case here, you know. And if you were point, calling his names and then you got yeah, called yeah, yeah. a name, and now you're no, 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 no. going to but, but, people but you're not, over it. But you're not understanding. They called me lots of names. I didn't have any problem with that. You know, you can call me a prairie Jew or a you know what I mean. I actually, thought some of them were pretty funny, um, but there are certain lines. That cause very serious potential damage to people. For example, if you're in Texas and someone calls you a a pedophile, then they can use the child protective services can use that single accusation to go and take your children away from you. And that's why there are certain terms that's called defamation per se. You don't even have to prove malice, you don't have to prove anything they are considered to be in and of themselves defamatory and that's why you see you know very large legal awards Uh, you know in in texas i think the maximum so far is 13.8 million for a for for those kind of you know names being thrown around name call basically what i'm trying to explain is that not all name calling is treated alike if you know if you call me vox you know vox gay And i say you're a daily storm pooper it's not defamation it's just name calling it's fine but you know if i if i say that you have committed certain illegal acts that is a very different case and and also in addition to the fact that you can't make a direct comparison between those two points the other thing is even if nobody claimed that you had molested children they just called you a pedophile that's not true. So that's they, not an accusation yeah. of a crime.
1: It's it's not it's not a crime to be a pedophile. This has been determined in court cases. I mean, to to have no, no, that you're, you're, view you're, you're, is not a crime.
2: You're, you're correct, but it is still consi- that that particular term is still uh, considered de- defamation per se. Also, I I suspect you're not completely up on how bad the problem has gotten because I have been specifically accused of uh, on Gab. Of uh, producing child porn, um, uh, you know, being a child pornographer, actually molesting children, and so forth. And so, yeah. um, you know, there, there's. I understand the argument that that some of those guys are trying to make. It's 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 not it's not a effective argument, but it's at least a, a reasonable one. Um, but it also doesn't apply to what is now about eighty five to ninety percent of the. Um, i think we've got it up to 80 uh different incidents um that appear to rise to that level and so um you know i would if i were if it were my guys that were doing this kind of stuff i would say you know what let's go find out where the line is drawn and then let's keep it below that line
1: but you did tell people to call other people pedophiles
2: I did, and in retrospect, I should. Not I've never told that anybody to do that. I I, I, I would. I would. I wouldn't tell people to do that. And and that's probably that's wise on your part. You know, I was just thinking about the rhetoric. It is effective. It's a very effective rhetorical technique, but it is not. Well, a it legal seems legal. to be. You snapped. No, I haven't snapped at all. I mean, come on. I, you I did. Understand. I saw it. I saw the tweets, gabs. Um, then you don't know me very well. Um, not, you flipped you know, down and left, and you threatened to sue Torba. I have to because of the way that they st- – I'm not suing Torba at all. You threatened to. No, he said – You said you were going to sue, sue Gab, whatever,
1: for, for the release of the IPs so that you can yeah. sue. I mean, I, I didn't yeah, follow yeah, this very closely, but I saw it.
2: Yeah, that, that is the procedure that Andrew has established. That is what he told us to do and here's let let me give you a little background here Um, i advised andrew to set up some kind of uh moderation system on the basis of my experience with stuff you know i don't know if you have a completely open comment uh, policy or whether you have moderation yourself but it's just something that's necessary and so you know they haven't done that and now they are discovering some of the bugs with their system. That's all. I don't have anything personal against them, but you know, the, the, they're going to have to plug these holes. And also, just so you understand, I'm not the only one who's involved with this kind of stuff. There are plenty of other people who have been subject to attacks that cross the line, and some of them are handling it in ways that are potentially more problematic for Gab, such as the guy who went and registered a complaint with, um, you know, the registrar and so forth. When people don't have a reasonable means of redress, they have to go and, and seek it elsewhere. That's all that's happening. And so, hopefully. So you would
0: bring
1: down, you would bring down Gab because someone called you a name. If you if you were forced to through this through this process that you've described, you would you would go ahead and destroy Gab because. Um, Somebody called you a name that you thought was just too offensive.
2: Um, Given the nature of the defamation, I would burn the world itself down. So, yes.
1: The nature of the defamation which you yourself told
2: other people. Exactly. Exactly. I may be a hypocrite. You can accuse me of hypocrisy, but that doesn't change anything.
0: Okay, guys. We're going to cut it off at this point right here. I Um, I told
2: you, we told you what our closing statements were done a long time ago. This was just, you know, back and forth.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) definitely was interesting for people, I'm sure. But I want to thank you both for coming on. And I want to thank everyone for joining in and watching. And uh, that's it.
2: Thanks, Corey. Have a good one.
0: You too.